0: because there's only one, and it's all right there, um, which is a nice segue, because I'm supposed to talk about healing. Um, you know, at the fifth Sunday, the practitioners all um, <clears throat> take different pieces of it, and we were had a little text chain going, and it's like, who's going to do the talk? And there was crickets, and Joe's like, I'll do it. And I'm like, I'll do whatever you guys want, and Bill's like, All right, you do it. Um, and I thought maybe our resident professional healer, You know, by profession, obviously Joe does a great job, and I thought, what what can I say about healing that hasn't been said? Because there are books and books and stacks of I have so many of them on my bookshelf, and I got some books out last night. I was like, oh, I want to want to find some good quotes, and I thought, oh, I'll just spend you know ten minutes talking about what other people said about healing, and that'll be done, Um, because it's all. It's all one. It really is. And, and you can look at it different ways. And like Bill said in the um, in the in the God call that we heard this morning, it all depends on how you look at it. Um, you know, we we all are proponents here of Ernest Holmes teaching and it's based on the science of mind, the textbook, this this little little thing here. And he has a lot to say about healing. He uses the word heal or health. Um, 85 times, Um, and it's a lot of different ways to say the same thing, and if you read Ernest much, you'll know that he says the same thing a a lot of different ways, but I do want to hit you guys with a couple of Ernest Holmes quotes. Um, If you're following along at home, page 212. Healing is not creating a perfect idea or a perfect body. It is revealing an idea which is already perfect. Healing is not a process. It is a revelation. And we've heard that many times here, certainly, you know, healing is revealing of the truth. Um, and, and what does that mean? Right? It, it means that we, as practitioners of this, and I don't mean, you know, uh, licensed practitioners or professional practitioners, because we are all practitioners of this thought process, this this way of approaching this science of mind, as the as the book says, um, and it it's it's up to us to tap into the truth underlying everything that we are all that one. We are all that creative force. Everything is created as an expression of that one. And if that one is God. It's good. It's all good. That means everything is good. Everything is perfect, whole, and complete. And we don't have to do anything to change a situation, to bring about a, a demonstration of healing in our lives. Um, there's no work involved. The only work, really, is for us to get ourselves out of the way, our our limited thinking, to open up to that understanding of the good that is beneath everything. Um, And I'm gonna hit you with a little more earnest here. Um, The possibility of healing physical disease, changing environment, attracting friends, and demonstrating supply through the power of right thinking rests entirely on the theory that we are surrounded by an infinite mind which reacts to our thought according to the law. So all we need to do, simple, right? It's simple. Don't think about the problem. Think about the solution. Don't. And in healing, we don't think about getting rid of some ailment or some disease. We think about ourselves being whole, the condition being A a divine expression of the infinite, whether it's physical healing, because we tend to think about healing as physical, but it could be um, as that that excerpt read, having friends in our lives, a a better demonstration of prosperity, perhaps it's creative expression, Um, whatever and however you want the infinite to express in your life that you feel is not evident now to turn that pivot that Bill talked about, turn away from what we don't want and and think about and focus and open ourselves to what we do want. Um, I think of two other quotes, they're not Ernest Holmes, and one's Eric Butterworth, I think, and one's Emmett Fox. We used to read a lot of both of them um, when I was new in in this practice, And, and a couple of things stuck out to me for years. One of them, the quote is roughly, um, to really have a demonstration of healing, first see nothing to heal, and then do nothing about it. And that's really the highest, the highest form of healing is to not even see, not even where, not allow into your consciousness deeply, not not be in denial to say, oh no 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 la 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 la, it doesn't exist, but to really fully embody the wholeness and perfection that is there in truth and not even seeing anything to be healed and then doing nothing about it because you don't have to do anything about it if there's nothing there and this other one i think is butterworth he was talking about healing and demonstrating healing and he had an example as if you're if you're walking down the street and you know you happen to see let's say there's a car accident and someone's laying in the street with a broken leg Unless you can fully and completely know and see that that leg is healed, whole, and complete, it's probably a good idea to call the ambulance, right? So you have to be where you are. You have to be able to demonstrate what you can fully believe in faith. And maybe if you're having a challenge, um, it's hard sometimes in prayer to think about the highest and best and this great thing that you want. But you can baby step and you can start where you are. And think about like when Bill talks about something that's 10% better and just build on that and build and build and open yourself up to the highest expression of God that you can embody in that moment, right? And in the next moment, in the next moment, and it's going to build and we can create our lives according to our beliefs and this new thought that we have. And we're going to delve into that a little bit with the white stones and have an opportunity to open ourselves to a new expression of ourselves in the world, and maybe get into some healing and revealing of the truth of who we are as beautiful bright lights of God's love. You are a bright light of love. Blessings to you all, to us all.
1: Thank you, Breen. Thank you, Breen. Uh, Breen did mention uh, white stones. Uh, The white stone is an ancient ritual. Biblical days when someone served time in prison or in bondage of any kind, uh, they were given a white stone when they were released. And this is what a white stone looks like these days. Each of us comes from some kind of bondage today. We're being given a white stone to signify our freedom. So all of your past nonsense was a prison to you, but now you're free to go and be and do anything that you choose. As Breen was talking, the situation up until now is just, the trajectory we've been on, what happens next is, uh, is is up for discussion. So you're free to go and do and be anything you choose. Anything you can believe and conceive, you can be and you can do. Uh, in Revelation, uh, John talks about people being given a new name. It says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna. And will I give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that is receiving it. In biblical times, it was believed that when people overcame something uh, and made their connection with the divine, they got a new name. And that name was written on a white stone. And the name was given to them directly by spirit that new name given by God, and no one else interfered, no one no one else even needed to be aware of what the name was. It was a new nature. It was a new consciousness. It was a new way of listening to that still small voice and understand that next greatest version of ourselves. So in the white stone ceremony that we're going to do today, we're going to do a little meditation to become aware of what that new name might be and of the healing and the newness and the freshness that we are Uh, intending. And because it's a fifth Sunday healing celebration, and it's also a white stone ceremony, when we get to the activation part, we are going to light a candle, which you can do yourself, or I'll be lighting some candles here so I can light one for you by proxy, Uh, and also writing down that new name that we are going to own, that spirit tells us we are going to own for the new year. And with that, I will turn this over to Carolyn, Um, who will lead us in the meditative practice.
2: This is our opportunity to welcome in new life, new beginning, As symbolized with the ceremony with the white stone, if you have one, I invite you to hold it in your hand as we begin. Close your eyes. It is it safe and comfortable for you to do so? Take in a deep breath. Please bring to mind whatever you perceive to be holding you in bondage in thoughts and beliefs. And as you release that breath, allow that to be released as well. Let it go and make room or the new, or new beginnings, new life. Draw in a deep breath of that brilliant white light. Allow it to open wide your consciousness, to flow through your being, wherever you may feel any congestion or limitation and surrender to that perfect flow. And as you release this breath, become aware of that convergence, of that light which dwells within where it meets and communes with that light which is everywhere present. So now, as your breathing returns in the manner which is gorgeous for your well-being, again, I invite you to open up your spiritual senses to allow the divine, by whatever name you may choose, to reveal to you how this new life, this new beginning is going to be. This may be a name, it may be a quality. Be still and listen. Make room in your consciousness for this newness, this new name, this new quality, whatever this new life, this new beginning is to be, so that it may take root within your consciousness and grow and blossom, and together we move into the quiet. Take a deep breath, and when that breath has served its purpose, free, release it. And while the music begins, while the music is in process, please write on your stone or on an index card what has been revealed to you, what this newness is to be, what this new name is. And also light your candle, and if you do not have one, one will be lighted for you. And know that in lighting that candle, that candle of itself has no power. The power is in the activation of these new beginnings which occur in consciousness.
3: I heard there was a secret chord. David played to please the Lord, but you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, matter of was strong, which you needed proof, you saw her bathing on the roof, her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you, she tied you to a kitchen chair.
4: At this new year, let us release the old and hopeless from our hearts. Let's invite, as in welcome, open the door, make clear the way for something new. For the joy, the love, the peace, the abundance, the awareness, the wisdom, gratitude, the growth, the blessings, the insights that will allow us to renew, rebuild, reconfigure, (laughs) release, just anything we can do to bring that newness and incorporate that newness, not just bring it, you got to use it. Use that newness. Use that opening up to create something new. For all of this good, for every intention set here, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be part of this. And I know that by releasing all of these words from each one of us and from me into the creative wall, allows that manifestation, allows that infinite mind, that one power, to activate, activate all of it. So with gratitude, I release my word into the law that always says yes. And so it is.
5: Bless you. I'm always inspired to be with you guys, always. It never fails to move me, regardless of where I might be caught. And I'm doing this just to warm myself up. You ever notice how it takes so long For the last light to fade Before the stars come out The fireflies start their parades The crickets start calling All around me there's a sweet night falling Sometimes I feel the world's heart beat Deep in the month of June, air so close it looks like the moon. Sitting on the highest branch of that old pine tree. All at once the crickets get quiet. La da 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 la la Pass eventually. Watch, I'll come back. One late summer night, you see, I'll be fireflies tipping, or a nighthawk calling, or a madman skipping under a big old summer moon. Ponies prancing. Young lovers dancing I'll be back I'll be back I'll be back real soon Shubadoo be You ever notice How on nights like this Sweet memories Creep in Like those times we crept out late Went down To sleep by the bridge Build a little fire, talk all night of heart's desire. Sometimes our stories were so funny we laughed until we cried. Deep in the month of June, we're so close, it looks like the moon. Sitting on the highest branch of that old pine tree. All at once the crickets get quiet, night gives a heave, God gives a sign. All the dark music begins again. All at once the crickets get quiet, night gives a heave, God gives a sign. All the dark music begins again.
4: So that's meant to warm it up a little bit.